for this. Hello everyone, my name is Alexis Barber and I am your host. This is a show for the multifaceted girls trying to do it all, have it all, be themselves, and manage everything in the hectic environment that tells us we can only do one thing. Um, I'm sort of in a mood today. I have been working since 6 a.m. It's now 4 p.m. and I just poured my a glass of wine because at this point girl we're going through it i'm the luckiest girl in the world as you know we've talked about this before and i have so many amazing partnerships and opportunities that i'm doing right now and tomorrow i'm leaving for a week-long trip to ski in europe with my classmates with euro ski for wharton and i've been doing a ton of brand deals a ton of work which is all amazing and it's exhausting it's exhausting, let me tell you that. I barely had time to get anything done, let alone take care of myself over this break. So I'm just starting to feel that today. And I was originally gonna sit down and record a bunch of like time management and I don't know, like more intense episodes. And I honestly just kind of wanted to sit down and chit chat with you guys, do a FaceTime catch up. I kind of want to tell you my 2024 ins and outs, want to give you a life update and just talk. Like I don't even have it in me to be structured and give you something really amazing. and. I want to be able to share with you when I'm not perfect because I am not just a self-care, self-improvement guru. I'm just a girl. I'm genuinely just a girl living her life and I never want to seem like, because if you met me in real life, I would give you a tip if you asked me for a tip. Like my friends will text me all the time like, wait, what do you use for XYZ? And I'll tell you, but I'm not someone who, this isn't what I talk about with my friends on a daily basis. Like. I'm talking about real housewives. I'm talking about celebrity gossip. I'm like talking about my real life gossip, you know? And so I kind of always want to be able to like share that little bit of personality with you all without just being like an information sharer. So that's kind of what I'm going to do today. And that's probably why I'm so exhausted and can't think of anything intelligent. But yeah, here we go. Let's do a bit of a life update. Biggest thing is if you're watching on YouTube, you can probably tell I moved. So. When I, so if you follow on TikTok or Instagram, you will know I moved apartments. I live in a great building in Philly. And I, when I toured this building, I found the unit that I wanted, but I sacrificed on one main thing, which was not having a bathtub in my apartment. And this unit or this building does offer bathtubs, but they didn't have one available at the time. And then like I'm friends with a leasing agent in my building. I went downstairs and I'm always telling her my business. And she was like, wait, like you have been talking about how you need bigger closets. You've been talking about how you want a bathtub. Like the unit right next to you just opened up and it has both of those things plus a half bath. So I was like, OMG girl, let me go check it out. It was literally everything I needed and literally slightly cheaper than my unit next door. So I moved in a weekend and now I'm living in this apartment, which feels so much better because I'm not going to complain. I have a, I had a really nice unit next door, but there were little things. Like everybody has a little thing about their apartment that they don't really like. Like the kitchen had, didn't have enough storage, but it had this big like pantry that was only like five inches deep. So you couldn't actually put anything in it. I didn't love the way that the closet was set up and it was overflowing in my closet. Like I did not have any space for anything anymore. And in my bathroom, I didn't have a bathtub, which is what I originally wanted. You guys know I'm a huge bath girl and I sacrificed mainly because I chose that apartment next door when I was touring with my ex and I like definitely was the type of person who would make a lot of decisions based on, I mean, he was my best friend, partner, and biggest supporter. And I don't regret this at all, 
But the truth of the matter is I made a lot of decisions with his input and with his like thoughts. And he was like the main one convincing me to get that apartment because the view was better, even though it didn't have like the one non-negotiable I had, which was like a bathtub. And so also he was there for a lot of it, helped me move in. And so now I just feel like this apartment is my fresh slate. It's everything I want and everything I need in one place. It flows so much better. And the only, only energy that's here is me. And like, I feel so good about that. I just feel so calm in my space, in my space and so rejuvenated. When I moved here, I didn't bring anything I didn't want. I gave a lot of stuff away and overall it's just like so much better. So I'm really happy with my new place. And that's probably my biggest life update. The second is, I guess like, I'll give this life update since like the semester ended because I did vlogmas and I vlogged recently. So if you haven't checked those out, then you can definitely see what I was really up to for most of December. But I had my birthday and then we had finals. I went to Art Basel in Miami for my birthday, which was so much fun. And then came home. I've been, I've low-key been sick since then. And then I went back to St. Louis for the holidays and saw my family for a little bit. And then I came back here and I've been going back and forth between Philly and New York for the past like weekish and a half, where in New York, I'll be doing like projects and brand deals and stuff and staying in my New York apartment and in Philly, same thing, seeing my friends here. As I said before, like I am the luckiest girl in the world and I have a lot of great partnerships and projects, but I had like actually four deals that were extensive that were due January 2nd which means that like I basically was working like that whole week that everybody wasn't working. Like I just really haven't felt like I had a break and I can tell that it's not good for me. And the problem is there's no time for a break until literally the semester ends. So I'm really going to have to do some deep soul searching. I'm really going to have to do some something. I don't know, because the way my life is set up, I am a little worried. Like I'm not, I don't feel burnt out yet because I'm so excited about what I get to do but I'm a little worried for my nervous system and for my actual, you know, like mental health to be able to get everything done because this is a pretty big semester for me in terms of like the amount of stuff that I have to take academically and it's no longer like a core semester. So last semester at Wharton, we took our core classes with like our cohort and um, everything was sort of like told, they told you what to do. This semester is less handholding and I also have a lot of like core things I need to complete. And a lot of these classes are a little bit more like time intensive. And I understand more what the time requirement is for me to do my best in these classes. And by my best, I mean like the bare minimum. Like, like I said, I aim for B's. I don't aim for A's. I don't really want to get C's. I'm sure that like there'll be times when I get C's in school because I'm just not the best at quant. And, and also I just don't care. But I definitely am in a place where it's like, okay, this is gonna be a big, big semester and I have so much content I wanna do. I have such great projects I wanna do. I gotta get on that myself. So I feel a little concerned about my workload and everything this semester. So I'm gonna try to think about that and think about ways that I can combat that, but I'm not in a place where I feel good about it. Um, I feel anxious about it, in fact. So that, there's a life update there. If you wanna know what classes I'm taking, I'm gonna be taking corporate finance, managing emerging enterprises so managing like startups and stuff like that strategy and competitive advantage business analytics other like another analytics course a public speaking for entrepreneurs course and one more thing that i cannot oh and marketing and e-commerce so 
It's going to be a long semester. Almost all my classes are on Tuesday, Thursday from 8.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. So it's going to be a pretty intense like school days, but then I only have one public speaking class on Monday and then my Wednesdays are free. So that feels really good to start the year because I'll have more like control over my time. But it'll be interesting to see what the workload looks like once I get my syllabi and once I sort of read through everything. What I'm going to do is for the classes that I know that I'm going to struggle in, like corporate finance, which is just notoriously a really hard class here. I'm going to like schedule those office hours into my schedule as if they're classes so that I'm always there because I it like kind of dawned on me a little bit that it was like, girl, you are paying for this education. You need to get every single thing out of it that you possibly can. Don't lack. You know what I mean? So I was like, OK, cool. I am going to really take advantage of like the professors here and the opportunities here instead of just sort of like flying by the seat of my pants, which is what I've been doing for this whole semester. Speaking of. I really just feel like I was going with the flow this past semester. And I told you all in my like birthday episode, I think, that I want my 2024 year word of the year to be focus. And another area I sort of did this in was with like dating and boys. I don't really know how much I want to talk about this type of thing on the podcast, but I really did notice that it was taking up a lot of my brain space and anxiety in the last semester after I went through my breakup because... I am so new to the dating scene. I'm so new to the hookup culture. I've never texted a man before other than my ex. I mean, it was just like, I feel like it's so new to it that I was very anxious about it. I mean, anything you do that's new, you're going to be anxious all the time. And so it took up a lot of my bandwidth and I went back to therapy after my breakup. I had been out of therapy for about four months. And when I went back to therapy, my therapist, after she heard all my dating and hookup stories, she was like, it sounds like you're not being intentional at all. It sounds like you're literally like letting other people lead your, when it comes to like relationships, something I tend to do is even though I consider myself to be super independent, one could even go so far as to say, I actually don't think I'm selfish, but like, I'm very like focused on myself and self-improvement and stuff like that. And you would think, and I look very independent to the outside, but when it comes to relationships and men specifically, I just turn into someone who just like gives everything. And say, I mean, in my friendships, it's like, I'm always the one, like, I just feel like there's like a lot of problems for me there because I become someone who sacrifices my own needs subconsciously without even like noticing it and stifles my own personality for the sake of like appealing to other people or appealing specifically in relationships to men and just doing whatever, just like make other people feel comfortable. And that is just something that I don't align with in my values and my conscious mind, but my subconscious mind still has those tendencies. And so when I went back to therapy, my therapist was saying, it sounds like you're just doing whatever and that you are not being intentional about dating and that you haven't decided what your standards are and what you want. It's embarrassing, but a lot of women definitely probably feel this way when it comes to our lives. Sometimes we think that it's like, oh, it's just about what we can get, not about what we actually need and want. And so you'll talk to a random guy because you think that you're not going to get better or you'll stay in a relationship because you think you're not going to find somebody who meets your needs. And I would fall into that trap where it's like, oh, I'll just do this because they're here and like this, it matters more to me to have someone than to have someone who actually works for me. And I don't want to align with that anymore. I don't want to put up with bullshit. I don't want to put up with people who 
don't respect me and I don't want to put up with people who aren't like obsessed with me. <laughs> I'm laughing because like, you know what I mean? But yeah, like, I mean, and I, I didn't have any bad experiences with men. Like I don't want to like anyone I've talked to. It's just that I wasn't being intentional. And I realized, and I look back and I'm like, why did I do that? Like, I did not even want to be like, want that. You know what I mean? So I feel like I'm in a place now. And I think this is kind of just the realities of a breakup with someone who you've been with and been attached to for so many years that you simply just like have to like go with the flow because you can't process anything in the first couple months. My friend who also went through a breakup of someone with five years, she told me the first like few months afterwards, she dissociated. Like she was not really mentally here because it's impossible to like for your brain to process losing someone who you were with for so long. And I think that's really how my last few months have been. It was a blur. I can barely remember anything. I feel like I was just running on fumes. Nothing was intentional. I was literally just going through the motions, putting one foot in front of the other and like not being intentional about anything. But like I said, we're getting focused in 2024. So I've set my standards for what matters to me and what, what I can constitute as a good relationship for me and not even dating, but like friendships with the people who I want to hire to be my new agent. I'm looking for a new agency right now. The people who I want to work with, like I, instead of being like, oh, this person is here. I'm thinking about what do I really want generally? And like, I can have that. So I feel really good about that. I feel really like clear on my intentions and what I want to do. I just simply don't think I have enough hours in the day to do it all. But that's kind of all. On New Year's, I hung out with my best friend, Alexis. She's a star. She is, she works in finance and she and I were super connected. Our third friend, Zara, was supposed to come. It's like, we're like a trio. We go, we're like best friends, but she was super sick, which I was really sad about because of course, you know, you love hanging out with your other, one of your besties or with your besties one-on-one, but when there's the three of us, there's just like a magic to it. So we hung out and we set our intentions for the year. And it's just really nice to have a friend that you can be really honest with about what you want. And one of the intentions we were talking about was literally just having so much fun because I do think we can get bogged down in the like goal setting and the wanting to achieve, achieve, achieve. And there's, and that's still part of what I want to do this year, but I want to equally prioritize the part of me that's having fun because I'm 25. Like I said, I'm only going to have five years left in my twenties. And in my twenties, I want to have so much fun and experience all the things that I dreamed of when I was little, because I mean, I came from like, I did not grow up with money at all. I had really nothing growing up and I always was so, I wanted so much of what I have now, even something as simple as like, oh, Lululemon, like I could cry. I really could. Because when I was growing up, I wanted Lululemon and Ugg boots like so bad. And I couldn't afford it, obviously. We couldn't afford it, really anything. And So when I got the Lululemon partnership this year, when I was working with them, they were paying me and I was getting free Lululemon. That is something that I dreamed of so much when I was like 12 years old and to now be 25 and like be working with these brands, be living in this luxurious, stunning apartment, be financially secure and able to completely take care of myself and not even just my needs, but my wants to be able to travel wherever I want to hang out, to do whatever I want, to feel comfortable and to feel financially secure. It is such a blessing. And I've worked so hard for it. I've sacrificed so much for it. So I will never apologize for what I have. Like, I know I'm very privileged and I acknowledge that and I worked for it. And I just, 
want to enjoy it. Like I, what is the point of going through all that sacrifice to get what I want to just focus on the next goal instead of also enjoying what's in front of me. And at the same level, I want to prioritize like my financial goals, my career goals. I want to prioritize fun and living my best life. And I want you to do that too, because even if your goals looks like you just got into your dream school, or even if your goals are you survived this year and you are overcoming depression or you're healing your hormones or some something you've done, you've dreamed of where you wanted to be now. And so you have to embrace it and enjoy it because there is so much strife and terrifying situations in this world. And we are so lucky to have what we have. So we cannot just sit here and be like, okay, whatever, like on to the next you have to be present and enjoy things. And so I feel like I am in a place now where it's like really embodying the work hard, play hard because work hard. Yeah. I always will. It's just who I am. People ask how I do it all. I just do. I don't really know what to tell you. And the play hard is, and I'm going to enjoy the fruits of my labor. I just feel like I'm at a place where I can do that. I'm 25 single. I feel like I look better than I've ever looked. You guys, if you're watching, you can see my new side part that I got. I've been literally have not shut up about it on Instagram, but my aunt cut layers in my hair and I got a Brazilian like smoothing treatment to treat my frizz. It's supposed to last like six weeks or something. And I feel so hot and like, I feel so good. I feel like I'm in such a good place and it's like, let's just have fun. You know what I mean? And enjoy it because I'm the luckiest girl in the world. So with that being, with that little sermon out of the way, I think I'm going to tell you guys my ins and outs for 2024. So I made this list and like I posted it on TikTok and then it would get, it got like zero views. And I was like, what? And like literally zero, like, I don't know what happened, but like it just literally wasn't working. So let's start with our outs for 2024. So the first out is sleeping with your phone. Girl, do I really have to tell you to do this again? Do I really have to be the another person on the internet telling you you should not be sleeping with your phone next to your bed? It's so sick and twisted. You can't do it because you wake up and you scroll or you wake up in the middle of the night and you scroll. That blue light is killing you. It's terrible. Here's what I do. I put my phone in the bathroom. My bathroom is literally five feet away from my bed. But when I get up in the morning, the alarm's going off. So I have to physically get out of my bed to turn it off. And then I have to get up. And then I can look at it and be like, okay, I'm going to be intentional today. I'm not going to scroll because I don't like to start my day with reactivity. I like to start it with proactivity and do what I want to do. So I'm not going to pick it up and I'm going to start. It's like, that is the one split moment where it's like, are you going to take care of yourself today? Or are you going to let other people run your day? And so sleep with your phone in your bathroom, in your kitchen, in your living room, not next to your bed. And you will feel so much better. I promise. Out number two is looking mysterious in the club instead of dancing. I'm serious guys. What are you doing? Like standing in the standing, you're out, music is playing and you're not dancing. Are you okay? You're embarrassed. What? You don't know the song. Okay. If you don't know the song, cool. You can be in your little corner vibing. Like if I'm at a country bar with my uh, friends from school, no, I'm not really good. Actually, they play a little Carrie Underwood. Maybe I will be, maybe I will be dancing. You know what I'm saying? But I would say like, go to the club, have fun. Like this is another situation where it's like, we're not doing things to appeal to other people anymore. We're doing things because they're fun. So get with your besties, put on your cute outfit, look hot and have fun. Go out, dance, live your life. Like standing in the corner, looking mysterious. So guys will approach you. Oh, there's nothing I hate more. My friends and I call them parliament bitches. Like, oh, she's giving parliament because you're, sta you're standing there like you're in parliament. 
you're standing there like you're in the government. I hate parliament bitches. Literally, get some rhythm. Take a shot. Let's go. Let's drop it low. Like, let's have some fun. Number three out is dating content from people who've never been in relationships. Girl, I hate when I'm scrolling on TikTok or I'm scrolling on Instagram and I see someone who's like telling me something to do in a relationship and I'm like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Or when someone, and I mean, I've fallen victim to it. Like the, all of the content online about dating and like what it's going to be like when you break up with someone after a long-term relationship. Uh, okay, cool. Like, but I don't take advice from people whose lives I don't want. So I'm not going to take dating advice from people who've never been in a relationship that's lasted more than three months. Don't like be careful and like see, look at who you're getting your information from before you start taking advice. That's what, that's all I want to say. Cause there's so many girls who will message their favorite influencers. Like, why hasn't this boy texting me back? And they'll be like, it's because of X, Y, and Z reason. And it's like, no, that's not true. That's just not the case. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously I'm not in a relationship anymore, but I was in a very healthy and good relationship for six years. Like I'm proud of where our relationship, what, what our relationship was. It just was, it's just not, it wasn't going to work forever. But for six years, like, yeah, it was great, man. We had great communication. So it's like, that is, there'll be things and I'm like, girl, you do not want to do that. But hey, I'm not going to become the dating influencer. So what can I say? I feel like that's kind of cringe, but I do consume that content. Four is believing that your dreams are too big. I had so many random dreams come true this year that I like had dreamt of as a child but then, and then they came true, but I wasn't even like looking for them. And I think that might be part of the reason is that I wasn't expecting a lot to happen and a lot did. Like in reality, like my goal has always been like growing on social media. It hasn't been partnering with these brands that I'm obsessed with, but I partnered with almost all of my dream brands last year, with the exception of one, which is NARS and two, which is CB2, literally my two dream brands. And like, I got opportunities I never could have dreamed of getting. And it's like, oh my God, I cannot believe I was so small minded in what I wanted this year, but like also you have to like go with the flow. Like things just happen, you know? So none of your dreams are too big. I'm signed, I signed a book deal with Penguin Random House. What? Who am I? Like what's going on? And so I feel really like lucky for all that, but I'm also like, if I can get all this, then I can definitely get everything else I wanted. So let's dream big. And I've told you guys in my last few videos, like the how to reinvent yourself for 2024, like the glow up videos, Daydreaming has been a big part of my year this year where I'm just going on walks and I'm just dreaming really big and having fun with it. And even if the dream doesn't feel super realistic in the moment, I'm just like, you know what? Let me just like do this and see what happens instead of being like, oh, no, it's not realistic. I'm not going to even think about it. I'm like, no, let's just have fun in the dream state. And the last one I think I'll share. Oh, I have so many, but the last one I'll share is people who don't get pedicures. Girl, if you don't take your ass to the nail salon, you don't even need to go to the nail salon. Get that little kit from CVS with the head thing, scrape those calluses off, clip the toenails. I don't want to see anybody's overgrown toenails in 2024. I'm getting sick of it. I really am. I'm, I'm having trouble. And it's like, I was on a Miami, or I was in Columbia, and we were on the boat, and I looked at all the guys' feet. I was laying down and tanning because I it was like the only time I was getting sun, and I told everybody, don't fucking bother me. I'm tanning. And I looked down at the feet in front of me because the boys were standing there in a circle, just, you know, wrapping the drink or something per usual. The toenails that I saw, they need caution tape around them because it was absolutely a crime scene. And I feel really, really devastated that I know people who don't get pedicures. 
And listen, it was not limited to just the boys. The girls, I was looking at the girls in Columbia. This was 400 Wharton people, okay? Our toes were out, we were at the beach. You guys need to go clip your toenails, 100%. I'm, I'm, I'm sick about it, I really am. Hygiene, hygiene, we all need to do hygiene. I don't know where people started saying like, I don't shower every day, or I don't wash my sheets every two weeks. I don't dust, dust, everyone needs to dust, okay? We're leaving that in 2024. If you, don't, if you haven't got a pedicure in a couple months, it's all right, it's winter. Let me tell you something. Go clip those nails. You look crazy. Okay. I am definitely showing you a little more of my personality, I guess. What's in for 2024? Keeping with the nail theme, I'll just start with hard gel manicures. Look how good my nails are. If you're on YouTube, you can see. I get hard gel manicures and I started getting these in 2023. Basically, you get this like gel builder on your nails and it goes over your natural nails and then you do gel polish on top and it basically lasts so much longer than like the Aperes Gel X extensions or acrylic nails. My nails are so strong and then when you take them off, you have your natural nails so it really helps you grow those out. And for me, when I took them off, I took a couple weeks off from them and I still had really long like and healthy natural nails. Number two is lighting nice candles and using the nice stuff all the time. This is something that I struggled with. I mean, I told you guys before and I've alluded to it before, I did not come from money. So when I get nice things, I'm like, I have to save it or I have to save this opportunity for something or I get a gift card. It's like, I have to save it. For what? Life is short. Let's use the nice stuff. Like use the great body oil, use the nice body wash, light the nice candle, treat yourself. When you're not using nice, luxurious things consistently, you're showing the world that you feel like you don't deserve nice, luxurious things consistently. And who wants to tell the universe that, you know, like, let's be real. Let's have fun with everything that we get. Like, let's live it up, pamper yourself, do your best. Also in is taking baths whenever you're stressed. You guys saw that Dakota Johnson article where she was like, I sleep 14 hours a day and I take baths whenever I'm stressed, I drop everything, mood. Now I got, now that I have a bathtub, I've taken a bath 80% of the nights that I've been here. Like it just calms me down. There's something about being in the water. I can't reach for my phone. I can't do anything but like be there. And it's just so therapeutic. Number four is supplements and one liter of water in the morning, as well as eating breakfast. So in the morning, I want to revamp my morning routine from something that's like wake up, walk, coffee, and get to work to wake up, walk, coffee, and eat breakfast and take my supplements. And this is because I've heard there's been studies that show that you need to obviously eat breakfast because it's bad for your cholesterol in women. And also I've learned that the protein is gonna be really important to satiate your body throughout the day. Obviously I told you guys I'm gonna have a terrible class schedule this year. So I really wanna make sure I'm eating breakfast so that I'm not like crashing at 3 p.m. when I haven't eaten all day and I'm like stressed out. What else is in? Okay, the next things that are in are investing in body care. You already know. I can do a whole episode on this, honestly. Body care is so important. And I have like leftover acne scars on my back. So I've been really trying to work on that. I got this new nat natrium body wash, the AHA glycolic acid body wash. I also got the multi-oil one from Moisture. And I got my Osea body oil. And I've been doing dry brushing with that in the morning. And then I'm also doing... Um, laser hair removal. I'm trying a new place in New York and so I will update you guys if I really like it or not but I've also been going to Satori Laser here in Philly to laser my Brazilian which has been a game changer. I talked about this on TikTok. Game changer. If you have KP or if you have ingrown hairs 
laser hair removal is like the only thing that helps with it. And it's helped me so much. So investing in body care, like I, it, body was just something I neglected for so long. I was like, I wash my body, whatever. This year, it's like, no, let's like glow. Let's exfoliate. Let's treat the body like we treat the face, you know? And finally, it, the biggest in for 2024 for me is being unapologetic. To just like have fun, work hard, and play hard this year. So I hope you guys loved this episode. Pretty chill of me just chatting, telling you what's going on in my brain. I'm leaving to go to Europe for a week-long ski trip tomorrow. So I really hope that you guys are loving the content. I have a ton of brand deals going live this month. So thank you in advance for your support because you all are literally the reason I get to do everything I do. And I just want to say I love you the most. Don't forget to shop 2Collective at 2Collective.com and use the code PODCAST15 for 15% off. And make sure you're following us on Instagram and TikTok at 2Collective. And if you want to keep up with my life, obviously I have vlogs here every week. And you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Alexis Barber for more. So that being said, thank you so much for watching. I love you so much. And don't forget that you are too smart to not love yourself.